I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, friends. Tell him you love him tonight. Tell him you love him tonight. Tell him you love him tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. I tell you tonight, beloved, if anything is going to draw men, it's going to be the love of Jesus. Shed abroad in our hearts. You know, a fella on the campsite, he can't understand why we all kiss one another. But I said to somebody today, it's better than kicking one another, isn't it? And it's, you know what the scripture says? By this shall all men know that you're my disciples, that ye love one another. Love one another. Hallelujah. You know, it's marvelous. I'm so thrilled tonight. I am really, I, I could just love everybody. Love everybody. Hallelujah. Shall we sing that chorus? He touched me. He touched me. And all oh, the joy that thrills my soul. Something happened. And now I know he touched me. Now listen. We're going to sing it with all our hearts. And I'm going to tell you this now. That we're not just going to sing it. We're going to believe it. And you know, if you tonight need to feel the touch of God on your soul, if you need to feel the touch of God in your body, if you need to feel the touch of God in your circumstances, I tell you tonight, beloved, as we sing this chorus, it can work for you. I tell you that as you reach out and touch the Lord, I'll tell you that he'll touch you and he'll, you'll never be the same again. Oh, in sincerity, just believe the touch of God tonight. Just believe the touch of God tonight and he'll touch you. He'll touch you right at the very center of your circumstance, right in the very place where you need it most. God will touch you. God will do it. Just reach out and touch the Lord as we sing this. And if you feel tonight that you'd like to come out and we'll pray together, if you want to feel the anointing of God on your soul, we'll pray for you. The Word of God says, Pray ye one for another. Yeah. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Oh, it's wonderful. Just for your
And come on and put your hands on one another. You'll feel better. So come in here. Praise God. You've probably got something that you can give to somebody else. Just put your hands on one another. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jill to come up, bless them. They, they were the ones that organised the boat trip this afternoon. Praise the Lord. You know, praise the Lord. You know, it was three years ago at a glory convention, you know, at Clacton. I was set free. You know, I was brought up in a Christian home and I praise the Lord for that. You know, I was baptised in the Holy Ghost and I loved the Lord. You know, but it wasn't until I really came in a meeting like this, you know, I used to think that's all larking about and there's nothing really in it. 
You know, praise the Lord. Jesus did a work in my life, you know, and it changed me. And I think when we sing that chorus tonight, lift Jesus higher, lift Jesus higher. You know, I think that's what we were just dancing and singing and rejoicing. That's what we were doing. We were lifting Jesus higher. You know, we were putting him in his rightful place, you know, seated um, with the Lord on high. You know, I just think it's marvellous. You know, we ordinary people can just praise the Lord and we can lift Jesus higher. We can give him all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Amen. I was just thinking the other day that um, if you get, you know, it's no good getting a taste of this if you're not going to go for it because that's just going to ruin it for life. And, uh, you know, if you, really, if you just get a taste of it, you've just got to go for it because there's nothing else. When you, when you, when you sort of see the vision and uh, get, it, get the flow of the Spirit just going through you, you know, nothing else in this world just holds anything for you. Um, Okay, remember again. <laughs> it's always happened to me. And um, I've found, you know, uh, I've been saved uh, 16 years now. And uh, I've, I've been through different things in the Christian life and I've, uh, you know, uh, been to different churches and that. But I've come to find, in my life personally, that there's nothing... Uh, for me now, but the flow of the Spirit. There's, I mean, there's different things in, in your Christian life you go through, and, and in the Bible that tell you about um, uh, the gifts and, and all sorts of things. And I've been, I've been through the sort of the whole school of the Christian life. But now the only thing that, that works in my life now is just the flow of the Spirit. And, uh, you know, just letting the Spirit flow through you. And, uh, you know, when, when, you're, when I'm watching someone in the meeting and they've and just got the touch of the Lord and, you, and you, they're just, you know, they're just feeling the Spirit within, I just look at them and they just do something to me. And, um, you know, that just, that, that changes life, lives like, um, like nothing else on this earth. And, uh, you know, there's so many desperate people in, in the world today and how much they need this. They need it so much. And, uh, and Christians as well. You know, I came at a point in my life and I just needed something. You go to different, in different stages in, in your Christian life. And, uh, you know, I remember when I was a Christian three years and I never knew there's such a thing as the baptism and the Holy Spirit. And when I found out, I was so thrilled to think there was something else and uh, after seeking for a long time I got baptised in the spirit and, uh, and quickened and set free and started coming to glory meetings and that and going on for quite a while and then I, there came a point in my life I just, I just wanted, I was desperate for something else, I was just desperate for God and this is so wonderful that there's always something more, there's always more and more and more and like the uh, lady was saying tonight, you know, about, about the river and that. There's just, there's so ma many, many rivers to swim in. And, and our, our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. The kingdom of God is within. And all that we need is within us. Amen. Amen. I wanted two young people to come. That's um, Michael and 
Sandra. Dear, um, I believe it's right, Michael, you weren't saved when you were here. It all happened. <laughs> Bring it to the Lord. <laughs> Bless you. I never know what to say when I get to the beer. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all yours. Well, tonight, I don't know, I've been listening to all this lift Jesus higher, and I've heard everybody keep saying it. And tonight, it's just come really real to me about lift Jesus higher. And when I was singing it, I could just feel myself going with it, you know, just getting, as God went up, I went up, and I thought to myself, you know, uh, one day I'll be going right up, and he'll be staying there, and I should be meeting him, and, I, and as I was singing, I just, I just felt so excited about the thought, you know, that I don't care what happens now, all I want to do is be lifted up to Jesus, and for him to be there to greet me, and I know he will be, and oh, it, you know, um, Things are getting so bad, and, and I worry such a lot. I really do. And um, I worry for my son, and I worry for my husband, I worry for my mum and dad, and uh, well, I worry for everybody. But just tonight, everything seemed to come into place. But as we lift God higher, He's lifting us with Him. And one of these days, He's just going to reach out His hands, and he's, we're just going to be lifted straight to Him. And I, th I think it's so wonderful and so marvellous. And I just know that everybody's going to come with us. And what a wonderful glory meeting it's going to be once we get all up there. Every one of us, you know, as we, as we sit round God and he's going to listen to us all. It's going to be a marvellous time for him as well to know that, you know, we're just going to sing and sing and sing to him and, and thank him. And it is going to go on for eternity. And I could never grasp that word eternity either. I used to lay in bed, you know, thinking... What is, you know, it's all right saying eternity, but everything you know down here has an end to it. You know, whatever you get has, an, has a, just a life and then an end. But you don't know what eternity, you can't ever grasp the meaning of the word eternity. Well, I couldn't anyway. I couldn't ever think they want an end to it. And I used to think, well, you'll go on years and years and years and years and years and years and years, you know. You're just never going to stop, really, you know. So I just thought to myself, it's going to be that wonderful up there. We'll never ever want it to stop. You know, they've never thought of it stopping. And um, I really set my heart, well, I, I just know that one day that God's going to reach out for me and that I'm going to put my hands up to him and we're all going to go to him. And what a marvellous day that will be, you know, what a marvellous time. And I don't care if it comes in the next second, the next year, the next ten years. I should be waiting for him and I should have my hands stretching out to him. And that's all I, I ever want. Yeah. I can't remember whether you ever testified before, Michael. Can you? No, I don't think so. Well, bless you. <laughs> I, think, I think really, um, I love Michael very much, but I think Michael doesn't really understand what we're all about. And yeah. I'm a terrible witness to him. <laughs> I try to tell him things, but um, his family aren't saved, and so that doesn't help any, really. And a lot of him still not with God. And... Uh, I think, I won't be awful to him, really. I just want to know in my mind that when yeah. I go, that Michael will be coming as well, because I love him so much. So yeah. I want you all to pray for him. Can and we pray uh, for you now? Yeah. Okay. Amen. Bless the Lord. Because you did confess Christ, didn't you? I remember, because on the phone, oh, on the phone, on the tape, because <laughs> I... I edit all the tapes and oh, I remember yeah. that and that really thrilled my soul because um, 
I wasn't like, there. You weren't there? No, I was in the back reading Matthew. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the um, christening, or oh, not christening, the dedication, dedication. dedication of the, the baby. And uh, All I want to say really to Michael as well is um, that Matthew's been dedicated and uh, he's been given to God. So, you know, I'm going to Jesus, I'm going to heaven, and Matthew is because he's been given. Amen. And he loves us both, and I think he wants to come as well. And Amen. see us in glory. So. Oh, Jesus. Can we pray for him, brothers? Jesus. Bless the Lord. Oh, come on. Come on. It's a body ministry. Bless the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father. Oh, we do bless the Lord. Oh, Oh, thank you, Oh, thank you, Lord. we thank you tonight that that Michael's here that Michael's here and he did speak those words when he confessed that, that he would take Jesus into his heart Lord. and Lord Jesus we thank you tonight that oh you complete the work Lord we just move into a place where you can move in our lives Lord and we pray Lord Lord that you'll just move in Michael's life tonight Lord Jesus that it, you'll, you'll be more real to him that he'll feel more of that presence of God in his life, Lord Jesus. That he'll be aware of all of that loving spirit of the Spirit of God on his life. Now just we pray you'll anoint him now, Lord, by your spirit. Oh, I'll go to testimony tonight because when I came here, I about a, three weeks ago, I went over for a burden on my, on my arm and I thought I'd broken it. I couldn't really move it properly, play the accordion or anything like that, but due to the prayers of people that, that love me and their love, the thing has got better, see? It has got better because I'll say that. You know, it made me think, and if you don't mind me digressing for a minute, I'd like just to give you one verse that I've been really looking at tonight. It's been, it's been a blessing to me, I'm sure it will, to you. It says, uh, it's Romans 8, and it says, talks about, um, I've got to find it now, I've lost it, it's gone. It's all right, I'll come out back in a minute. Uh, it talks about those that, um, 
For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's what it says. It doesn't say those people go to church. My other thing is, it says those that are led by the Spirit, you know. Uh, and I was thinking about that with regard to this arm. I, uh, when you've got a bad arm, it wasn't a very bad arm, but you start to think about other people, you see. And I went to the hospital and got a few x-rays on it, and I saw other people that were far worse off than I was, you see. There was one chap there, he had arms that long, with hands on the end, he was uh, one of the thalidomide people, you see. There were other people with arms off, you see. And I thought about that story, uh, I thought about that story when Jesus went to the synagogue and there was a man there with a withered arm, you see and I began to think about things in the spirit, you see about things in the spirit when we find it difficult, we all of us do sometimes to reach out and to be led by the spirit, don't we, you see now the most difficult thing in the world for that man in the synagogue to do was the thing that Jesus asked him to do that was to reach out Stretch forth thine hand. You know, when you can't put your arms in the air, you begin to wish you could do, you see. When we've got two arms that we can put in the air, we often don't want to do it. But when we've got one arm that we can't put in the air, we begin to feel that we wish that we could do it, you see. Now, you know, (laughs) as it strikes me, you see, I watch people, uh, I watch people in this meeting, uh, who find it very difficult, if I might put it this way, to praise God in their bodies. There's, there's something wrong with their bodies which makes it very difficult, but not impossible, you see. And you'd be surprised the things that people will do to love you and to praise God in a body which is not perfect. You'd be surprised the things they do. You know, God honours people like that, doesn't he, really? I often think he does my heart good inside to see people try to honour God with what they've got. And so, some of them have got far less than I've got, far less. But I'll tell you, it's like the old widow's might, isn't it, really? It's like the, the little bit that you've got, well, if you give it, it says, I'll give him pressed down and run over, you see. <laughs> it's true, isn't it, you see? But it says, as many as, as, many as are, led, are, are, are led by the Spirit, they're the sons of God, isn't it, you see? They're the sons of God. Well, he only had to reach forth his, his arm and something wonderful and amazing happened. We don't often see that today, you know, but it does happen. We don't, but how much more marvellous, you see? It says, we've got a spirit inside, you see. I was, I was looking at, at, at Gladys's children and think, looking at those kids sometimes, and I thought, you know, those kids have got a spirit inside. And that spirit, God loves it. He says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, you see. And they've got to get hold of those, those, those old arms, those spiritual arms that are withered, and they've got to look in the face of Jesus and they've got to put those arms up and they'll be made as whole as the other. And their spirits, I tell you this, sometimes those people's spirits are as whole as the other. They are. They can be as bent and twisted as you like in the body, but their spirit is as whole as the other, you see. And it says as many as are led by that spirit. We're attracted, you know, tonight, by the Spirit of God. We're not attracted by... It's an amazing thing about man... It says, God made man in his own image and his own likeness, you see. And all the people that I can see here tonight, they're made in God's image and his, in his likeness. And he loves them with an everlasting love. And he's given them that spirit that can answer to his spirit. And that spirit always yearns for the God of heaven. It always works. And it says, as many as who are led by that spirit are the sons of God. They're the sons of God, you see. If we're led by that spirit, let's say you, you prepare great sermons. 
or go to colleges or, or get a mess of intelligence up their head that they keep on chucking over to people because they're many and led by the Spirit. You know, and God's order is man's disorder. A man's order is God's disorder. I tell you that much. When you look at that crowd there tonight, all laying rolling about the floor, marvellous sight, you see. That was, man, that, that was man's disorder, but I tell you this much, it was God's order. <laughs> That's what they don't understand, you see. It says, as many as who are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God, you see. Like Jesus is the Son of God. We're privileged tonight, you know. You can go up and down the width and the breadth of this land and you can find very few meetings like this where people are led by the Spirit of God, you see. There's a, a marvellous thing happens when you let the Spirit of the Lord lead. He makes you love one another. There's a marvellous thing happens. He makes you love one another. That's what's been missing all these years, isn't it? That's what's been missing. You know, I, another thing, you know, when the Spirit of the Lord comes down on a meeting like this, and when people get hold of you and hug you, it doesn't matter who they are, doesn't really matter who they are, if they've got that spirit, by gum, you can feel the presence of love. You tell them what can. You know, I can remember walking years and years ago being frightened by the power of love. I say, oh, devil's trick, isn't it? You're frightened of the power. But I tell you, that love will never fail. You know, we look at meetings and we think they go up, hill and down, down. But I tell you, God's love, it says, will never fail. You see. Many is led by that spirit, the spirit of love, the spirit of joy, the spirit of, God, uh, the spirit of peace, God's Holy Spirit. They are the sons of God. And it's wonderful being in this meeting tonight for that reason, isn't it, see? Uh, so we perhaps we can reach out. Perhaps we, our bodies are not, not quite hot the way they should be. Perhaps we're old or feeling a bit infirm. But you know, if we reach out, if we reach out in, in that spirit, it says, they looked at him and he's, he's at the, well, the, withered, the withered hand became real, didn't it? The withered spirit became real. It became a, a, a well of water coming up in within, isn't it? Marvellous. Come on, do it. Well, I'd like to read you a love story, if I might, tonight. Praise God. Oh, sorry. I'd like to stand there. Right. And Jesus told this love story. He said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of good that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. When he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land and he began to be in want. He went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat and no man gave unto when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I would arise, go to my father, and say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. <coughs> but when yet a great way off. His father saw him. He had compassion, ran, fell on his neck and kissed him. That's the love story. Of the father who looked day by day, longingly and lovingly, 
for that sound to come home. Wonderful thing. Wonderful thing, the love of God. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. I live by that, you know. There's nothing else in this world. Only the love of Jesus. And when I'm off the road, and when I'm off the rails, things go wrong. But when I come back, and when I know that love of God, things go right. Now I believe, and I've always thought, ever since I read that wonderful story, in that eastern country, of that man looking over that dry, arid road for that son that he yearned to see, who he longed to see, one day he saw him come. His eyes were loving and longing for the return. And you know, in my small way where I am, I believe that. I believe that we can be loved with our bodies, with our minds, with our eyes, that we can change things, that we can long for things to happen, long to see the return of someone that's gone astray. You know, where I work, it's very rough, and I have some very rough children, and when I go in my classroom in the morning, I can love them with my eyes. And when they come in, I look around that classroom and I, I can spread that love around. And oh, it's beautiful, you know. And it really, really works. And a few weeks ago, we had one of these awful uh, times where a whole gangs of people were coming towards our school. And a lady came running into school and she said, I want to warn you. She said, but they're on their way. There's about 300 of these boys smashing a school, uh, smashed another school through all the windows. You know, I thought to myself, well, I, I, was, I felt a bit afraid, I must admit. And uh, all the school was closed and in a few minutes the streets outside were absolutely silent. The opposite of love, isn't it? Fear, and hatred. And just where we were, there was our little elf children together. I said, what are you going to do, miss? Well, I said, we're all going to go into the inside where there isn't any glass and we're going to wait. And you know, I thought, well, what would I do? What would I do if they all came and smashed these windows and came inside? And you know, oh, I had such a peace with the Lord. I thought, well, if we really love and believe the Lord now, he's going to protect us. And you know, they did come. They went all down the other road and all around the marketplace. And thank God they didn't come. But I really believe, you know, that that love protected me and protected those children. And all I do believe that with all my heart. If we can but spread this love. You know, I know I say it a lot more, I do. But you know, if every one of us there's a lot of us here tonight. But if every one of us took up that little bit of love that we've got for Jesus and we just really used it for him, wherever we are, every day, wouldn't it be a different place? You know, we do fail, don't we? We say that we've got the love of God. We say that we're filled with Jesus. But we ain't really, not all the time. But only we could be. If only we could be diligent like that man. Every day, 
watching and waiting, hoping and praying. Oh, I do pray that for me and for you, that we will be diligent for Jesus, that we will watch and wait and pray, so that just where we are, we're just a reveal. Thank you, Jesus. There's somebody in the meeting last night who I know had a, had a very special experience, and I'd like him to come and tell us about it, and that's Peter. I'm a bit of an up-and-downer in many ways. And uh, when I first came here, I was on a bit of a, a down spot, I think. And you can't always pinpoint where it starts, but uh, old Satan, he wants to do you down. He wants to uh, give you something bad to make you sad, or uh, to make you downhearted. But uh, anyway, the first couple of meeting, meetings and... Uh, uh, wasn't really into it, but I don't know. Last night, the, the, the Lord sort of seemed to take hold of me, and uh, <laughs> it, it made me so so weep afterwards because Billy was with me, and uh, we were speak speaking in tongues, and and uh, Billy felt that he knew what I was saying, and and. Uh, I really thought for a minute that I didn't want uh, Billy to know what was in my heart. But you know, Billy loves me and Jesus loves me because Billy's got Jesus in his heart. And it's wonderful. I, I enjoyed the boat trip. Marvellous. I'm going to enjoy every minute of this week. It's so wonderful to have fellowship together like this. And uh, I want to thank those that have organised this holiday and that have done so much behind the scenes that we don't always uh, realise. And it's, it's wonderful to have a holiday like this, a glory holiday. It's the first time I've ever been on one. And I'm really thrilled about it. And I'm really appreciated from the bottom of my heart. I said to Betty before you came... I said, I know uh, the Lord's going to really do something with us on this holiday. I said, I don't know why I feel it because I don't feel all that brilliant now. But I know the Lord's going to do something with us. I just feel it deep down. And I think other people have the same feeling because like the uh, enemy tried to stop us from coming, he's trying to stop other people from coming. But you know, you can feel the Spirit of the Lord here in a wonderful way. Uh, sweeping not only in, in me, but in from each person to one another, as we're having, uh, enjoying even on the beach and in the sea with one another. And it's, uh, it's a real wonderful time. And uh, I give God all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It just blesses my heart, you know, what God's doing. And it thrills me the way the Lord shows us, well, he shows me anyway, things, worldly things, that puts a spiritual meaning in it. And little things that happen in our everyday life. The Bible tells us that all these things work for good, for those that love God. And I was sorting the car out and I came across some um, a piece of old bread and butter. <laughs> And I came across a couple of cream cracker biscuits with cheese. 
and they'd been in the window and the son had literally cooked the cheese. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If you ate that, you must have been terribly hungry. It looked awful. <laughs> anyway, I threw it away. But you know, as I sat there tonight, I was very tired. And if we're honest with God, I think a lot of us are tired, but it's wonderful because it's only tiredness in the body. I mean, my spirit feels as though it could go on forever. And I sat there and I said to the Lord, just quietly, you know, it's lovely. If you, if you ask the Lord for something, he never, ever lets you down. And I said to the Lord, do something, Lord. I don't want to feel like this. And the Lord just said to me, what did you do when you found that stale bread? And I said, I threw it away, Lord. Amen. What did you do today? I made some fresh sandwiches, Lord. And you know, I came here today in the good of yesterday's blessing. I really did. I'd had such a blessing, I was waiting for it to go on. And the Lord said to me, it's gone stale. It was a blessing for then. It's not for now. Go and cut yourself a bit of new bread. Amen. And, you know, came up here. I wanted a blessing. I wanted all the Lord had got. And when old race got hold of me, I don't know what happened, but I know he got a blessing. And I think you were tired, weren't you, Gerald? And I was tired, and I just felt something flow through me, and it was wonderful. And I just want to say to you tonight, don't live on yesterday's sandwiches. Cut yourself something new tonight, and enjoy it. Praise the Lord. You know, folks, sometimes we come across people where, you know, we have a bit more of an infinity, you know, there's something, I think, we love everybody, don't we, but there's some we have that, the certain ones that you just seem to blesses me when I see them, and you know, those that couple with Sylvia and her husband, you know, there's something I love about these two, because I'm, you know, when I see her and her husband walking, you know, I think, amen, praise God, and I want him to come out and just share the blessing with us, praise God, come on Sylvia. Before, but you love the Lord, don't you, Barbara? Yes. Just tell him a little bit. Give him a little quick word of encouragement. Encouragement. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad I'm saved. And to, I used to go to church, and um, I used to think I was saved. But um, then I met Jesus. Um, today is my Christian birthday. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. story, I don't know, tell me, you were about a, a farmer and his son and he kept making him go to church. And he says, look dad, he says, you keep reading the Bible, he says, but it goes through one ear and out the other. He says, listen son, he says, I want you to go to that tater riddle. 
and there was potato wriggle, you know, all up. He said, I want you to keep throwing water on it. He said, and fill it with water. He says, so he went, he come back. He says, hey, Dad, I'm keep pouring water on it. And he says, he said, it goes straight through. He says, aye, but what happens? He said, it's getting cleaner. Amen. See? <laughs> it's washing it cleaner. And this is what it is. Where it's running through us half the time. I mean, I'm one. I, I, it goes in there and comes out the other. But sometimes, bloody little bit stops. And you know what it is? It's the bit that God wants. Have multiple chapters and chapters in the Bible and say, oh, but suddenly that little verse says, Amen. The ammunition. The ammunition. I'm a piercing shell. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, and speak the wickedness in high places. And when we recognise it, that's when we're winning. Go on, Alison. Tell them that you love Jesus. Amen. I've been saved for a while now, and um, I love Jesus. Amen. Praise God. We're just praying, Alison. Come on, lad. Amen. Give it a double portion of the glory of God. Amen. 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 And people say, whatever do you want to go down there for? And I said, well, I just love the atmosphere and I just love the people, you know. And when our dear sister spoke about the love of God today, oh, I just thought that was so tremendous. And that reminded me of a little book I once read about um, the divine flow. I expect several of you have read it or by John Austin. And he was saying about just being motivated by the Holy Ghost. You know, and he was just saying, if a little thought came to you, you know, to write to somebody or phone somebody or better still to go and see somebody, you know, that's the motivation of, motivation of the Holy Ghost. And that's when we're moved by the Holy Ghost that bears fruit. That person's blessed, you're blessed, and above all, the Lord is blessed. You know, but to be in that divine flow, I really feel that we need meetings like these, you know, to really get free in the Lord and just forget ourselves. I love when our sister said about being like the jelly. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Isn't that marvellous? You know, if we were all just all wobbly in the spirit tonight, just like jelly, wouldn't that be tremendous? You know, I said to Jerry um, tonight, I said, Jerry, we should start the meeting with the chairs put at the back to start with. Not at the end, but to start with, you know, and really get lost and full of the Holy Ghost because these are the meetings what we need to get us so full of the love and the Holy Ghost that we can be just as our sister said. You know, she said, we're not like her all the time, and that's so true. But, you know, when we're fired up with God, we are like her all the time. You know, we just let the um, things of the life, everyday uh, things, which are not really important, but they seem so important, we just let them all cling to us. You know, I realized this Saturday when I came, I said to Douglas, I said, this is just like the old time music hall. I said, <laughs> you know, and you just feel all these things just going off. And after all, what is important? What is important but praising the Lord and magnifying the Lord and lifting his name higher? There's nothing, nothing more important than life and just praising and rejoicing and magnifying the Lord. You know, and then the world will say, you know, because they'll see that we love one another. And the secret is, is when we come together, just flow in the Holy Ghost and let the Spirit flow. This is our building up time to go out and go back 
to our work and wherever we live, you know, to witness. You know, the Lord has been doing a wonderful thing in the village we live. We've been there 14 years. I've delivered the challenge. I've done all the things, you know, but, you know, there's been no fruit. But just in these last few months, we've had two come to the know the Lord, a neighbor two doors off and somebody further down the road. Isn't the Lord good? He's always faithful. And the wonderful thing about these is I haven't gone up to them, but they've come up to me. You know, and that's just the Holy Ghost. And this is just the beginning of what the Lord wants to do everywhere. I heard on a tape recently, claim where you live for the Lord. You know, let each one just claim from the Lord, just as we sit there tonight, whichever area we live in, just claim that for the Lord. Claim your road, claim your street for the Lord. And just be motivated by the Holy Ghost. Fill yourself up with the praises of the Lord and you'll just know when the Spirit tells you where to go and what to do. You know, when we're in that place, we can say, yes, Lord, your word is right, your yoke is easy, and your burden is light. But when we're not in that place, everything seems such hard work and we collect the old religious spirit. They all cling to us, you know, and it takes us to come to a meeting like this or to be really touched and filled with the Holy Ghost to realize what we've collected on ourselves. You know, and so folks, this week, make sure that you really enjoy it to the full. Every minute, just not in the meeting, but all through the day. Just have fellowship and love one another and magnify the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, it's lovely to be with the glory folk again and sharing fellowship. You know, there's something about these meetings, isn't there? There's just a lovely spirit to come and enter into. And you know, it's blessed by a brother mentioned about his hands you know, the raising his arms, because the Lord had just quickened me tonight a, a verse of scripture, and I had to look it up, because uh, I can't always quote advertisements. I hope you don't mind if I just read it. It's in Hebrews 12, 12. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down, and the feeble knees, Amen. and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned up the way, let it rather be healed. And you know, this is what these meetings are about, isn't it really? It's one another to encourage one another. These meetings are about to pull down the strongholds in ourselves and in other people, you know, because it isn't what you say, it isn't what you do. People watch you and what you manifest, people uh, catches on. It's infectious. You know, I've got infectious disease. It's love, joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. And I hope everyone here catches it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, let's... <coughs> and this is what it's all about, isn't it? You know, it's when we come in these sort of meetings... As you, you know, it's so that we get filled with the Holy Spirit again. You know, there's one baptism, but many fillings. Hallelujah! And how do you get many fillings? By praising the Lord, by magnifying his wonderful name and glorifying him. And you know, it does something in here, doesn't it? You know, you can come in feeling a bit low, as our brother has said. But as the meeting go on, you know, that all oh, that, that spirit rises within, doesn't it? And as you flow it out, the Lord pours it in, because in blessing, you are blessed. Hallelujah. That's all I've got to say. And I love each one of you. And it's just a joy for me to be here. Hallelujah.
Fellowship one with another. We thank you that you've met our needs tonight, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that it will be with each one of us as we go our separate way. Bless Connie and Henry too, Lord. We pray that tomorrow, Lord, we shall be waking up, healthy in body, soul, and mind. And we shall come to the meeting tomorrow night, fresh and ready to praise you once more. And leading forth into victory. Through Christ's sake we ask it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank <laughs> you.